3: Welcome back. Glad to have you. As uh, this is a Tuesday, the 5th of January. Getting ready for what is the wild card weekend. And uh, three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday. A national title game for the uh, college football playoffs coming up on Monday. So, got a lot of football coming up in our near future. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Quick Trip. What's for dinner? Ask yourself. I'm going to do that tonight, as a matter of fact, because I got nothing. I got nothing out there, so what's for dinner? I'm going to go to Quick Trip tonight. I'm going to pick something up, grab something along the way. They have those take-home heat-and-eat meals, or maybe that. I'm telling you, I've been in the mood for that. Either the pothole pizza or the fried chicken. So, I'm going to swing by there, maybe pick up a, a six-pack of an adult beverage and uh, bring it on home. Hang out tonight and do nothing. Just kind of hang and do nothing, recuperate from uh, all of the holidays. Uh, let's do this. Let's bring in Ryan Wood, shall we? Do you want to know what's going on at 1265 Lombardi Avenue? What's
4: next for the pack? Let's check in with our green and gold insider, Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press-Gazette. Brought to you by Thomas Marola Law Offices. Divorce, child custody, and other family law needs. Go with experience. Go with Thomas Marola. Online at MarolaLaw.net or call 414-327-5800. Ryan Wood
3: of the Green Bay Press-Gazette joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And uh, Ryan, how you been, man? Doing well.
1: Hey, speaking of Quick Trip food, don't don't sleep on those cheese breadsticks. I got one right by my house, and and after late night games at Lambeau Field, I I, I swing by there. Those those cheese breadsticks are legit. That's the. The
3: cheese breadsticks are good. The mushroom and Swiss burger is good. Yep. I don't think there's many things bad at Quick Trip to be honest with you. It, so. It's
1: it's a terrific novelty. Yeah, I live right by the stadium, and you know that, that no nowhere else is open after games, so. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah, it's nice to have that. Absolutely how
3: how has it been? Uh, what, what what are you guys getting uh, there? Thirty media members, fifty media members. How many? Because because they're only taking a few. I mean, it's not like they're taking everybody. I mean, we've obviously got our our guy and you there. Uh, Mike Clemens is there. You're there, so we're kind of covered. But how, what is it like in the media press area now?
1: It's all virtual, um, you know, and, and obviously in the press box, it's it's pretty uh, it's it's pretty spaced out. It's, it's, I've, I've always felt safe. I think the Packers have done a really good job of, of keeping things distanced uh, in the press box. Um, But it's, it's, it's been weird, man. It's, it's been a weird year. It's been a weird year for everybody, but this, you know, covering, covering this team has been no different. It's going to be, it's going to be a lot more chaotic, I think, coming up too, because this is a one seed and this is a team that is going to get a lot of national attention the more there could be a, a, an NFC Championship game here at Lambeau Field in a couple weeks. I mean, it's it's only going to get more chaotic.
3: Well, that's just it because let's just say the Packers go to the Super Bowl, they've canceled basically Radio Row, so you're not going to have that. Uh, everything is going to be Zoom. You're only allowed to do certain things in facilities. They're going to, I mean, they're going to keep everybody and anybody away from the teams when it comes to the uh, prevention of COVID. You know, this will be the year the Packers go. I mean, in a really weird year, this would be the year that they go. So, I I guess, you know, when you start to say, okay, what happens if they make it, what do you do? I mean, we're being asked the same question. I mean, I've got a place to stay. I've already booked things for down there. And then they started canceling stuff, so you don't want to get rid of it in case the Packers go. But it's kind of like, you're going there, and for what? You know what I mean? Hey,
1: I've already thought about what the Super Bowl Media Day look like this year. I mean, I have no idea. I don't know how they're going to do that, but it's it's really even before that. I mean, if, and we're jumping the gun a little bit, but if they do get the Championship Week, that week is a different week. It, you know, that that's the first week where it, it feels different in terms of the, the the press coverage and the 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 stuff that the attention that, that really being in, in, in the intense national spotlight. Um, This is a Packers team. Everybody does it different, but this is a Packers team that on the road has one Zoom link open for everybody. I think we got three players in Matt LaFleur after Chicago. The the demand is about to get a lot higher, and so that's going to be very very fascinating to see how that's handled.
3: Yeah, it's going to have to be during the week that they're going to have to do a lot of these sit-down Zoom things to do any kind of features at all. I, I, I get it. Um, let's do this. I, I want to look first and foremost, uh, Ricky Wagner. Talk about uh, your thoughts. They lose uh, David Bakhtiari. Wagner comes in, took a shot, but overall Aaron Rodgers only sacked once, but he was hurried up uh, more than a few times, and he was hit a few times after he got rid of the football. Uh, talk about the loss of David Bakhtiari and what you see out of the offense.
1: Well, yeah, Rick Wagner's the type of signing that every, every championship contender needs to make. It, it, it was made let, – let's not forget, Rick Wagner was not a preferred starter coming out of training camp. He, he lost that battle really to, to Lane Taylor, uh, who was the right guard that moved Billy Turner out the right tackle and moved Rick Wagner to the sideline. But he was signed for the depth just in case something like this happened, and it's been a prescient move because it did happen. They lost David Bakhtiari, and you've got a guy who started 95 games in his career at right tackle that you can just put in there at right tackle. Rick Wagner's played a ton of football. And then you've got the, the, the versatility of Billy Turner, who started every game at right guard last year. And, oh, left tackle, no problem. Just kicks out, and, and he, he, he had his moments. I mean, he, he, he struggled. He had the holding penalty. But, but for a right guard to go play left tackle – you can't do it better than that, better than Billy Turner did, especially against those guys on the defensive front for the Chicago Bears, uh, Khalil Mack and Keem Hicks and those guys. That, that's a pretty good defensive front. Um, so, yeah, they've got the tackles. But the strength of this, uh, maybe this, this, this offense behind the quarterback and, 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 and you know the, the two-headed monster, Devontae Adams and Aaron Jones, the strength of this offense might be that interior offensive line. Not just the top talent. I mean, w- w- it's easy to forget there's another pro bowler on this offensive line. His name's Elton Jenkins. He's a second-round pick last year, and he, he, he's he got almost no name recognition. He played his way onto the pro bowl, which is very impressive for an offensive lineman. It shows you how good Elton Jenkins is. And Corey Lindsley, who everyone in, inside Lambeau Field believes is a pro bowler uh, at center, um, the, the strength of their, their interior and the depth and, and, and the flexibility, the versatility that they have – um, it, it really led to something that was unthinkable four months ago, which was having 35 points dropped on the Chicago Bears in a, in a must-win game for the Bears uh, without David Bocciari. It, it was really – it's amazing how far this offensive line has come in four months.
3: So uh, I want to look uh, – like you had mentioned, the interior alignment, very good. It's, and, and that's going to become even more vital, uh, my opinion is as this postseason goes on, because you're going to be talking about the run game. And granted, you can bounce a guy like Aaron Jones in and out, but when you're talking Jamal Williams or A.J. Dillon, especially grinding out in cold weather at Lambeau Field, that's why the interior of that offensive line is so important, in my opinion.
1: You're absolutely right. I, I'm sitting here shaking my head. You're absolutely right, because that, that, that run game, this, this, this offense is at its best when the run game is leading the way. And then you've got the action pass game with Aaron Rodgers, who really feeds off of that. Um, and and it just all kind of clicks together in sync. Uh, yeah, you, you're absolutely right, the, the interior offensive line, it's not just pass protection. protection. I'll tell you this, too. David Bakhtiari's got the reputation well-earned as, as quite possibly the best pass blocker alive, the best pass blocker in the NFL. I'm not so sure that they don't miss him more with as a run blocker, it, what was really kind of quiet and, and, and not not really talked about much over these last two years is the strides that David Bakhtiari made as a run blocker, especially in this outside zone scheme. Uh, Adam Sinovich a couple weeks ago talked about how David Bakhtiari when when, when, that, when this system first was implemented, there was some hesitation there because he's already an All Pro. He's already a guy. Who, with Adam Sinovich coming in, he, he, you know, he's obviously losing his beloved James Camp and longtime offensive line coach. There was some hesitation there, but when he bought in sometime early to mid last season, he really took off as a run blocker. Um, I talked with James Camp a, a couple weeks ago for a story I did on David Bakhtiari, he said that he can t- he could tell some real strides as a run blocker and, and some some real tutelage that he had from Adam Sinovich. So I think that you know the fact that they did struggle in the run game and they didn't get much going on the ground against Chicago, I just I wonder if they're going to miss especially on the perimeter, if they're going to miss David Bocciari as a run blocker more than a pass blocker.
3: Uh, also wanted to ask you now the opposite side uh, of the football, the, the defensive trenches. You, you bring in Snacks Harrison, Kingsley Kiki, you hope to get back here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, you've got uh, some beef up front now. You've seen like Kamal Martin, Barnes, Kirksey playing better together. Give me your thoughts and the optimism regarding the defense and the way they're playing, and are they peaking at the right time?
1: Yeah, there's no question they're peaking at the right time. I, I don't think there's any question, Bill, that the, the way the defense is playing right now, it's, it's a better defense than it was a year ago. Um, you look at not just what it did against Derrick Henry on the, on the ground, but then David Montgomery is coming in the last four games. He was the reason why the Bears had scored 30 points in each of those because he was averaging over 100 yards uh, per game. It, it wasn't Mitch Trubisky so much. I mean, he, he was playing better, too, as, as it was really the, the running game. That's what everyone talked about on the Packers last week, the running game and how it's, it's helping Mitch Trubisky become more comfortable. And they, I mean, three yards per carry – for David Montgomery, that, mm-hmm. that's phenomenal work. Uh, so, to me, I, I think that the Packers are entering the postseason with the best defense that they've had since 2015. And that year, if you remember, they, they get to the divisional round game against Arizona. They just they didn't they didn't have the re, the, the receiving depth. They didn't have the the offense that year to, to carry what the defense gave them. But that was a very good defense that year. And now they've got the offense, and I think that they they've got they've, they're carrying defense. You can ask all day about the special teams. I have no idea what to make of that. But offensively and defensively, this is a team that's that's as as complete as as it's been in many, many years.
3: The the comment made by Matt LaFleur yesterday I thought was interesting where he said uh, while the defense is playing better and he goes through a list of guys that are playing better, he says, I want us to be more aggressive. And when he talked about specifically, was asked about third down and, and playing off the ball and such, and he talked about his guys being on islands, that he's their secondary is good enough. In other words, he was almost saying, like, look, don't worry about playing 10 yards back and getting burned. These guys are good. Let's go after people. Did you get that sense as he talked about the defense being more aggressive?
1: Oh yeah, no question. Uh, it, that, that jumped out of the Zoom call at me as well. And, and it's not the first time this season that Matt LaFleur has talked about less off-coverage, more press coverage. But it was by far the most forceful that, that, that you've heard it, because he started off, and in, in the, the question asked was, when did Matt LaFleur feel like the defense kind of hit its stride? Was there a moment? So it had nothing to do with coverage. It was unprompted. And Matt LeFleur said that he, he thinks that the defense can be more aggressive, especially on third and fourth down, which, I mean, the, the, the Packers held Chicago to 5 of 12 on third down, but they were 5 of 6, the Bears, on fourth down. And he, he said that he thinks that they, they, he, want, he, wants, he wants his corners to get up in people's face and challenge them at the line of scrimmage. He thinks that he's got the cornerback group to do that, uh, and if you look at how that, that group has played, there's been a ton of off coverage. And he even had a specific play late in the first half, a third and five to Cole Komet that every, only, only five Packers defenders were within five yards of the line of scrimmage when that ball was snapped. Four of them were defensive linemen. Everyone's off the ball and Cole Komet just ran to the marker, turned around and caught it. And he mentioned that play specifically. I don't think there's any doubt that Matt LaFleur wants to see more press coverage, and I think that that puts him right in line with the vast majority of Green Bay Packers fans. Um, I would imagine that you're going to see more of that in the playoffs.
3: Well, we'll uh, we'll look forward to it. We'll talk more later in the week, and obviously everybody's trying to stay healthy and away from COVID as uh, they get through the week and get through this weekend upcoming. Ryan, always a pleasure. We'll talk to you later in the week, okay? All right. Take care, Bill. Appreciate it, pal. There you go. Uh, that's Ryan Wood of the Green Bay Press Gazette joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair 80 plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844 Pride. Or go to schneiderjobs.com. You can find Ryan on Twitter at buy Ryan Wood, at buy Ryan Wood. And just like that, as I had mentioned earlier, I put away all the Christmas stuff and all the holiday stuff yesterday. Holidays are over. The hustle, the bustle. Whew. Now it's time. It's just January, just winter. Anyway, you look ahead, you decide, let's do something good this year. What can I do? COVID hopefully begins to end and things begin to lessen, and then there's E85 and unleaded 88. You've heard me talk about it. I use it. I encourage everybody to do the same. You can reduce the amount of petroleum in your gas and replace it with renewable corn ethanol. Think about this. Once the farmers start planting the fields again, how many farms out there in the state of Wisconsin or the surrounding areas have support via ethanol. That's what they grow. They grow corn for ethanol. So if you're kind of in my world, so to speak, and you're out cruising around on the motorcycle or in the car or in the truck, think about all the farmers and, like, ripples on a pond when you put your money into unleaded 88 or E85, the flex fuel, think about everybody it affects. You can save money, burn less fossil fuel, and help out the economy right here in our own backyard. If you need more information as to why ethanol in your fuel is better for everyone, Go to abetterfuel.org. That is abetterfuel.org. And don't miss this chance to be an advocate for the farmers, the uh, the refinery workers, the truck drivers, the dispensaries. Go to abetterfuel.org. That's abetterfuel.org. Stay tuned. we got a lot more of the Bill Michaels Show coming up. We're going to get back to, is it Super Bowl or bust, yay or nay? More of the Bill Michaels Show next.
0: Wisconsin-wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
3: Welcome back to the program. The Bill Michaels Show is on the air. We are glad you are with us. Thanks so much, uh, as always. Is it Super Bowl or bust? If you are a Green Bay Packers fan, getting the number one seed, having the NFC Championship game come through Lambeau Field—if indeed they make it that far—this would just be the year to do. This would be the year to do it. This would be the year to do it. We're going to take your phone calls and your reaction. Coming up, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. You can find me on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Also, at Radio Joe Sports. You can also get a hold of our buddy, Evan Heffelfinger, at Evan Heff 25. You can go to Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash Show and chime in on the question there. You can email me over there as well. The uh, Instagram is TheRealBillMichaels. On YouTube, it is simply BillMichaels. And uh, then you can always shoot us an email, billmichaels at There's the radio.com. Have plenty of ways to get hold of us. Hey, uh, don't forget the holidays. They're they're gone. And gift getting is done and, and all that kind of stuff. And you're getting into a new year and a new you. And uh, what better way to do it than our friends over there at New Mail Medical. Check them out. One phone number for all their locations, 414-455-4451. Again, 414 455 4451. Whether it's uh, the all in one weight loss program, which really does work, or maybe you got to, you know, there's very little energy. You're just not feeling it. You don't want to get up and do anything. You're, you're looking for something to motivate you. Low T treatments. If you're over the age of 30, get yourself checked out. Or if things are not good in the love life area, they can help you out there as well. But you can't do anything if you don't call. 414 455 4451. It really does work. 414 455 4451. Tell them we sent you. And, again, that's our friends over there at New Mail Medical. 414-455-4451. So is it Super Bowl or bust if you are a Packers fan? It's the obvious question. Many of you chiming in today. Uh, this one's from Graham says, yes, this is also the best chance we've had to win since we last won back in 2011, 2012, terrible defense. And in 2014, 15, we still had a chance to win in Seattle, even if we did blow it against them, which I still say, had the Packers won that game, they would have won the Super Bowl. They were the best team by far. Um, this one is, um, so many positives to appreciate the journey they had provided our entertainment and diversion Dare say at times more than I've ever needed, even if we didn't want to admit that. Aim high, go higher, live bigger, and share more. That's from Scott. He says, yes, Super Bowl or bust, but I have completely enjoyed the ride. Uh, Jeff says, as a Packers fan, it should always be Super Bowl or bust. That's why they play the game to win the championship. Uh, this is from Jacob. said, yeah, I see uh, Super Bowl or bust. It goes all, all the back-to-back to the Vince Lombardi days. And that's the way it should stay. Aaron Rodgers is playing the best football in his career. It would be a shame and a bust not to get to the Super Bowl or win it for that matter. The front office needs to do everything they can while they have him around to ensure more Lombardi trophies. Um, Trad, uh, Trad says, or Tad says, excuse me, Tad, if we don't win it this year, the window will close quickly. Every break we could possibly get, we have gotten other than Bakhtiari's injury. This is their best chance to win it. Uh, Chris says, yes, best chance they've had in years and goes on and on. Do you feel that this year, regarding the Green Bay Packers, is Super Bowl or bust? 855-830-8648. Again, 855-830-8648. Yay or nay, again, 855-830-8648. Give us a shout. Uh, Mark says uh, yes, and I believe they should win it this year and next year. You've paid all that money to Bakhtiari. you got to keep a few of these other guys around, and you should be able to win it in numerous years. Uh, the front office has to come through for us. I know the salary cap is going to go down some, but they have to make smart moves. You have to keep the band together. Aaron Rodgers playing his best and comfortable with his guys. Don't screw it up, Brian Gudekinst. Dennis says, I don't think bust is the word, but I would think a big disappointment being through the ups and downs of getting this far and not making it to the Super Bowl. For some of us veterans out there, this, though, could be it. There you go. Many people thinking, yep, you got to do it. You got you to do it while you have the opportunity, you know? Now, it's easier said than done, 100% easier said than done. And I get the fact that you want to propel this season to next season to say that, hey, look. You've got an opportunity with a quarterback playing at the top of his game right now. And we've seen this through Brady, through Peyton Manning. Guys over the age of 35 can win championships now. And you take advantage of that. You take advantage of the knowledge, especially when you have a surefire Hall of Famer in your stable still playing at a high level. You do everything you can to ensure that you get there again and again and again until you have completely run out of gas in that tank. You don't, you don't take your foot off the gas pedal. So, uh, But I see where everybody's trying to propel this season already into next season. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Is it a Super Bowl or bust kind of year? Yes or no. We're broadcasting live from the Gene Wagner Plumbing Studios. Go to GeneWagnerPlumbing.com for all your plumbing needs. Stay tuned. We're going to get your phone calls, your reaction, next to the Bill Michaels Show.
0: You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.
3: is it super bowl or buzz for the green bay packers this year as a fan sitting there are you looking at this team going you know what uh, this this is another opportunity it's sitting right here in front of you how many more are you going to get how many more are you going to get i mean that's the obvious question that's the expectation um this is from Nate. Nate writes in Wendy's email inbox and says, uh, no, it's not Super Bowl or Bust. Now with the defense, it's only half-assed. Uh, he says that they, they keep talking about being more aggressive, but are they really? Hell no. Mike Pettin has to go, and then after that, it'll be, it'll be Super Bowl or Bust. Until then, they cannot stop the run. Nate. Nate, 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 Nate. Nate. They've given up 18.7 points per game in the last seven games. They shut down Derrick Henry and they shut down Montgomery. The last time they gave up a lot of rushing yards, you'd probably have to go back to the Vikings game. They did run the ball against uh, or they did run the ball against this Packers defense and that being Indianapolis, but that was after the fact when they turned the ball over three different times. For the most part, the run game has been not existent against this Packers defense. But over the last few weeks, when everybody said, these are the tests, they haven't given it up. Now, is it perfect? No, I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying they're locked down, shut down, whatever. But, come on. It's it's a it's a much, much better team. Let's go to Evan listening to us in Oshkosh on the score. Evan, how are you doing today, man? What's up?
1: I'm doing good by yourself.
3: Doing well today. What you thinking?
1: I think, I think it is Super Bowl or bust. Um, if we don't win the Super Bowl this year, the way the stars have aligned with our schedule being as easy as it was, us being the one seed, not fans in the stadium, it's Super Bowl or bust, kind of what she said with the opportunity. How many of them are we going to get? I could just see us spiraling like the Saints for the next three years if we don't get it this year. I don't see the Saints winning one. And also, we got to let Jair or like Alexander go if Jair wants to hold out with
2: his fourth year coming up here.
3: That I would agree. Uh, Look, I uh, I think that when you have these opportunities, now it's not it's easier to say yes, it's Super Bowl or bust for us as fans because you want to get there, you got to get there. You can't like snap your fingers and go to the Super Bowl. But uh, this is one of those seasons where you got to know what's sitting ahead of you. You know, you got to know that you've got right now. All this opportunity and everything you need to do. I mean, you got to be aggressive. You heard uh, exactly what Matt Lafleur said a little bit earlier about being more aggressive defensively speaking, uh, and you would expect some of that to, to come into play when it comes to uh, the the offense as well. Uh, I Appreciate the phone call. When it comes to the offense, eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. You would expect the offense to be more aggressive also. Be, ju- just because. You would expect the offense to, to take shots. Maybe they normally wouldn't. Now, you've got Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you know, come on. But uh, but Rodgers, for the most part, I mean, he has not had the numbers that you would hope. Now, we'll see if he can carry those MVP numbers over into the postseason. And again, it's I'm, I'm going back. At, I'm not knocking Aaron Rodgers. You're just playing better defenses throughout the postseason. You know, you're not playing Jacksonville one week, Carolina the next, and then the, the week after that, then you're playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, you're playing the Buccaneers. You're playing the Saints. You're playing all these playoff teams with better-than-average defenses. So, yeah, things get a little bit different. But you need Aaron Rodgers to be Rodgers, and you got to have the defense – Support what it is the offense is putting up. But the number one thing for this team, the number one thing for this team going into the postseason to get there, no turnovers. They win the turnover battle or come out equal, they they win the game. 855-830-8648. Uh, this one's from Mark, who writes uh, in the Wendy's email inbox. He said, uh, Gudikins just drafting for job security. Everybody else is Super Bowl or bus. That's Dr. Funkenstein. Uh, also, uh, Austin says that uh, the front office doesn't recognize Super Bowl or bust. They recognize money. As long as they're in the postseason, they're making money. That's all they give a damn about. Us fans have been suckers for a very long time. Is this the best team going into the postseason? Hell no. This is the best of a season in which it was awful. Uh, which I wouldn't say that. This this, this is a good team. It's a good football team. It's just it's just good in a different way. It's not the it's not the '96 Packers where they had the dominant defense with Gilbert Brown in the middle and Leroy Butler and company sitting back and Sean Jones and everybody and Santana Dotson and that just massive front four that they had. It's it's not that. But then again, there's not another defense like that out there. You can probably say Tampa Bay is close. Maybe the Rams are close. They've got good guys up front. But now it's about being more athletic and speedy, and and coverage in a passing game. It's just a different. It's just a different time. That's all. Eight five five eight three zero eight six four. Let's go to Philip listening to us in Waukesha. Philip, how you doing, man? What's up?
2: Hey, great, Bill. How you doing? Uh, yeah, I was just calling. Uh, I don't really put any stock in the Super Bowl or bus stuff. Uh, I think uh, ever since the uh, Packers won the Super Bowl, uh, the media, you know, everybody always talks about Super Bowl and bus. Uh, I look at it that uh, you got three parts of the season. You got the regular season, you got the the, the playoffs, you got the Super Bowl. Uh, the, the Packers won the regular season with the best record in, in football. Um, they played. Uh, I, I really have. A, I feel a lot more confidence uh, in, since the la- in the last five games with the defense. Uh, I think they're the best team that there is right now, and they should be favored to win the Super Bowl. Uh, I'm really looking forward, Uh, I'm really hoping to see Kansas City and Green Bay in the uh, the Super Bowl uh, because I think you've got the two best quarterbacks. Uh, You've got Rodgers, the best quarterback ever, and then you've got uh, Mahomes. that's going to be probably the second best. I mean, he's going to be up in there too. And um, um, the the one thing that I take from the Packers is we've been watching Aaron Rodgers his whole career, and we are so lucky that we've had the best quarterback I watch the other games on red zone and different games, and you see how these other quarterbacks miss passes, and we just have to enjoy the season. I'm going to be angry for about 10 minutes if they don't make it, uh, but it's not a bust for me. I'm still uh, – I, I, I love this season. I'm really – I haven't been this excited about uh, sports in a while, and I'm really looking forward to the playoffs. And uh, I just, like I said, I just think uh, the Packers are going to do very well. Defense is doing better, and I do agree with you. If they don't turn the ball over at all, if they don't turn the ball over, they're going to win. They they can't turn the ball over, and that basically goes for every team out there. The turnovers, whoever has the least amount of turnovers, he's going to win the game. But I'm really looking forward to this and real excited, and I, I think the Packers are going to pull it off, but I'm not going to be totally disheartened and, don't think about it for another year because they've given me enough enjoyment already. Let's see what happens these next two games. And then if they win those two, then we worry about the Super Bowl.
3: Yeah, no, I completely agree. I I, I think the defense is play. appreciate the phone call. I think the defense is better. I think that the offense is firing on all cylinders. Like I said, you you gotta you got to cross your fingers that uh, the offensive line shake up. First of all, you got to hope that there aren't any more injuries to the offensive line. And secondly, that the shake up is going to uh, guys are going to settle into their position. Uh, thirdly, um, again, it goes back to what Matt Lafleur said. It talks about coaching and about game planning and about scheming in certain ways and whether or not they're going to be aggressive, when to lay back. Uh, you know, it's putting guys in position to be successful. So no, I, I 100% agree with you. There's a lot of intangibles there, but turnovers to me. 100%. Uh Packers turn the ball over this team does not uh does not seem to uh, fare very well. Although I will say this. This was a team that turned the ball over against the Bears and came back and won that game, showed a lot of character in doing so. But if they get turnovers, it's almost lights out if they get turnovers. Uh Brian says people talk about how Brady won a lot because he had a top 10 defense. We now do as well, so our fan base cannot complain any longer. Uh and we went through the numbers yesterday. When you talk about uh, the defense, um, the defense, in um, statistically speaking, this season, the way things ended, they ended up a top 10 defense. Nine overall when you talk about yardage. Now, granted, they were lower ranked when it came to uh, against the run versus the pass, but uh, lower overall. So I 100% agree. 855-830-8648, 855 830 you want to chime in, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 855-830-8648. Let's do this. We'll step away. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. And uh, when we do come back, uh, we'll talk more about this. And one team has decided to say, nah, baby, nah. A little bit disappointing, uh, but very, very understandable. Stay tuned. we got more of the Bill Michaels Show. And don't forget, coming up after the top of the hour, Donald Driver, the four-time Pro Bowl wide receiver and Super Bowl champion for the Packers. He is going to join us. Stay tuned. we got more right after this.
0: Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now a green and gold update brought to you by Concordia University Wisconsin Veterans Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu/veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens.
4: The Packers got through the Bears game apparently without any new serious injuries. On defense, linebackers Chris Barnes and Kamal Martin left the game but returned later on. So did Nickelback Shannon Sullivan and defensive tackle Tyler Lancaster. On offense with David Bakhtiari out for the season with a torn ACL, Aaron Rodgers talked about how the Packers' offensive tackles Billy Turner and Rick Wagner did against the Bears.
1: If you look at our two
3: tackles, Billy, who started most games in the right guard for us last year, uh, and Rick, who wasn't with us, and uh, who's been, you know, battling uh, some knee stuff, uh, I couldn't be more thankful or proud uh, of the way those guys played, played especially Rick, you know banged up comes back just a just a pro's pro very steady guy now last
4: week rick wagner was carted off the field with a knee injury against the titans but still managed to play on sunday in chicago matt lafleur
2: that guy is as tough as they come he took a vicious shot early in that game that when aaron got hit and he was able to battle and, and stay in and i think this bye week will really
0: do a guy like him a lot of good
4: that's packers head coach matt lafleur in green bay i'm mike clemens on the bill michaels show
3: Michael Show broadcasting live from the Gene Wagner Plumbing Studios. Go to genewagnerplumbing.com for all your plumbing needs. Welcome back to the program. So uh, one team in our area, I had to say, nah, baby, nah, the uh, Milwaukee Admiral, sad to see, uh, because last year was such a good year for them. And uh, what happened was obviously COVID. And they're a minor league team, an AHL team, and it's not like they have a giant, deep financial, hundreds of millions of dollars lining their pockets uh so they obviously like every other minor league hockey team had to call their season off and they they were on their way to what i believe would have been a calder cup type of season they could have won it all so then this year it, just a lot of uncertainty and uh, just a lot of inability to be able to really talk about the the making of money and uh so anyway long story short they decided yesterday that uh, they're going to opt out of the 2020-2021 season. Uh, the Admiral's owner, uh, CEO, Harris Turer making that announcement yesterday that uh, they're disappointed. Uh, they're going to be un- unable to play hockey for uh, the current AHL season. Just unfortunately, uh, the prospect of playing the season without fans and the lack of any revenue, it's just too difficult for teams to manage. Um So they look forward to getting back on the ice, and and you can't blame them. I mean, minor league – it's not like it's an NHL team. Minor league teams, they don't have television revenue, very little ad revenue. Their ad revenue basically comes from program sales, a little bit of maybe radio. They don't have television deals, and they get it at the gate. That's where they make their money. And so minor league teams don't have that ability to recoup all of that unless they are owned by, in particular – uh, the parent company, the parent team. So, um, you know, they they just uh, felt that uh, they just uh, – it was throwing good money after bad into a season in which you're not going to be able to have fans. So, And the Nashville Predators said they look forward to continuing the longstanding relationship with the Admirals uh, next season. That's according to the Predator, Predators president of hockey operations and GM David uh, Um But uh, they've had a 22-season run with the Admirals. So for them to opt out, it's not like it's a fly-by-night organization. Um, so he said the team uh, not going to be playing this season. The Admirals are going to focus into next year. And that sucks. That's, that's just tough for everybody, you know. I mean, we've seen this hit directly, directly in the minor league system. You know, we saw, obviously, Major League Baseball, no minor league play. You saw a little bit of guys working out up in the Timber Rattler Stadium, but these minor league teams—the only way they make money is at the gate. Otherwise, you're just opening up your doors and throwing away money for bringing in players to play. So you just—you just can't do it, and—and and that's uh, that's a that's a, a a tough byproduct of all of this. While we sit here and say we love sports and we love to get back to it, and we do, you know, that's not a lie. It's just that there's byproducts to this because of what's going on in the uh, pandemic that uh, the minor league teams and some of these guys trying to fight their way up just don't uh, have the ability to go out and show their wares, and that's that's tough. That's tough. Hey, coming up here in about ten minutes, about ten minutes away, Donald Driver, the four-time Pro Bowl wide receiver, Super Bowl champion for the Packers, going to be joining us. We're going to kind of recollect. Ten years ago, the Packers went on the run, and that magical run. They won the last two weekends to get in. And then after that, uh, it was Philadelphia, Atlanta, Chicago, and then ultimately down to Dallas where they knocked off the Pittsburgh Steelers to win it all. So we'll talk with him about that run. We'll talk about similarities between that team and this team today. And we'll talk with him about the kind of season that Aaron Rodgers is having and what it takes to get on the same page with a guy like Aaron Rodgers. In addition to that, we'll talk about with him the, uh, the way he looks at Devontae Adams. Because he played with some really solid receivers throughout his career as well, and Greg Jennings being one of them, a guy that could get to the apex, a guy that could get downfield and get open, had good speed. Obviously, Jordy Nelson. You can go through the litany of guys that uh, Donald Driver played with. I mean, he was drafted by Ron Wolf years and years ago. So, uh, And he played with some pretty good guys, some pretty good talent alongside. So we'll talk with him. That will be coming up here in a little bit. Also, we'll talk a little Brewers baseball uh, as well. Tim Allen, host of the Baseball Post Game Show. Is going to come uh, come on. We're going to hear that conversation. And we're going to hear from Devontae Adams coming up in the next hour as well. So we got a lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up here. And I want to remind you that uh, one of the apps that's out there is called BetQL. It's a betting app. It's not a betting app in the sense that you can go in there and place a bet. But what it does, if you are somebody that likes to uh, do a little betting every now and then, it helps you out. And it gives you all the stats, statistics, facts, figures, all that kind of stuff. It kind of hedges your bets when it, when it comes to uh, being able to more intelligently place a wager every now and then. So anyway, that being said, go to BetQL. Uh, you can download the app as well. Go to BetQL.com. That's BetQL.com or just BetQL. Download the app on your Apple, your Android, whatever phone it happens to be and kind of go uh, go from there. Uh, I got a couple emails, too, I want to get to here real quick. This one's from Hudson. Hudson says, uh, yes, it's Super Bowl or bust kind of season. The Packers have done enough, and Aaron Rodgers has put everything into this season to get them to where they are. There's no sense in stopping now. I believe it will be Mike Petten that holds them back. Boy, there's a lot of people on Mike Petten. Now, I know that uh, there was some talk earlier when we had talked to Ryan Wood about what Matt LaFleur had to say about being more aggressive defensively. But they have gotten steadily better throughout the season. They're numerically, statistically better from where they were last year with pretty much the same gang. So even though the sacks aren't nearly as high, when you talk about Preston and Zadarius and what they've been able to do coming off of the edge and such, the numbers are better. And when it comes to overall performance, overall defensive performance, they're top ten. I mean, that's what you wanted. They rank lower against the run than they do against the pass. The pass, they rank pretty high. They just don't have the same amount of turnovers that they've had, and they don't have the same level of sacks. Their third down percentage is okay, but overall, they've been better. They've been better this season than they have in seasons past. And you have to at least acknowledge that, right? Or maybe to the eyeball test, you're saying, no, no, just not going to do it. 855-830-8648. 855-830-8648. When we come back, Double D. Donald is going to join us next on the Bill Michaels Show.
0: 16 stations strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network.